I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Sweet setup. What do you make here? Don't worry about it. Oh, cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Take it home with you. Well, everybody, welcome back to Sauce and Goss. Here we are. We're still locked indoors, and that's cool. I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona, and uh, we have a uh, special guest with us today, uh, my best friend, Megan Bond. Hi, everyone. This is a big deal. This is a big deal, ladies and gentlemen, because it's not every day that, A, we have guests, although we do it more frequently now because we're sad and lonely, but also <laughs> it's not every day you have a best friend on the podcast. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. This is an honor. This is my first podcast. I'm very excited, very nervous. That's incredible. This is your first podcast appearance? It is my very first. Which is Unbelievable. crazy because you're so fun and likable and funny. So you'd be good on every I know. podcast. I should just start my own podcast, maybe. You guys can be my guests next week. I Bye. love it. Let's do it. Now I feel reverse pressure because it's your <laughs> first podcast appearance. So yeah, now so you have to give her a good time. Yeah. Now I want to be. Well, hold on. I don't like that you said that, but I also uh, <laughs> nice. Also, yeah, we, we got to make sure that this is fun because, I mean, I don't know. I think we're a genu- generally – wow, I've, I've been drinking. Uh, we're a generally fun podcast, aren't we? I mean, just, you know, through my slurred speech. Are we drinking on this podcast? I'll go get my wine. Dude, yes. <laughs> yes, we are. Except Fiona never seems to want to join in, even though technically it's your Friday. Alcohol. I don't have I any don't. on me. What? Well, like, the, do you have a fridge in your? Yeah. House? Well, we have some rum, but I hate rum. Oh yeah, that's a yeah. that's a that's a gut burner. You don't yeah, want those. like like it's white rum, which is good, and like a strawberry daiquiri. But I don't have um, a strawberry daiquiri mix. Um, and of course, so. you have no e- easy access containers of you know beer because no i would need to get the ice i would need to get the blender out i would i would need to measure uh, i like this (laughs) just as you explain how non-alcoholic you are (laughs) meg's just ripping from the bottle and that (laughs) is the definition of rips i i love that okay now let's stop talking about my drinking problem and let's talk about our guest because she is doing some interesting stuff why don't you guys take it away here lead us on a journey of friendship tell us how this bond became is that a pun well no, are, are Megan no. Bond? oh that's pretty yeah. funny but also um that's not what i meant nope. but just take I us know, on but your i wanted journey. To, to shout out yeah so we met at fanshaw good old fanny we are in broadcast journalism together good times. Megan did not like the course. So she decided to make her own, um, her own feature. I love that. uh, Easy. Like I love that you did the opposite of what most people would do and finished the program. 
<laughs> well, fun fact, I actually signed up for the wrong program. I thought I was going into the radio broadcasting, and then I was in broadcast journalism. So when I did my, uh, what is that, the open house? When I did open house, I did all of the radio open house. And then all of a sudden, when I showed up to class, it was nothing that I've been to before. And I'm like, why the hell are we talking about the news? Um, and that's <laughs> where I am today. Yes. I love that. So I, that's so, so day one, you're like, this is wrong, but I'm going to spend two years uh, doing it. But you know what, oh, though? I... Like, it's not that big of a deal because um, the, the skill set is very at least translatable where like I did the opposite of what you did. I signed up for the right program and I attended the wrong open house because I'm sitting there with all these kids and they said broadcasting. And I was like, okay, that's obviously me. And I'm in a room with like 60 kids, like talking about newspapers. And I was just like, who the fuck reads newspapers anymore? It's 2011. And uh, then I realized I was in the wrong fucking uh, the wrong thing. But I, I gladly, you know, thankfully took the right courses. So, OK, so you you sign up for the quote unquote wrong program and meet this fine person. Then what happens? Well, OK, so oh, our program gosh. was um was weird. Like there was um, the like the straight college kids. And then there were these um, people in like the. Western University, University. Fanshawe College. I forget what their even MTP their MTP um, whatever that stands for. Um, so, so we were like the only girls who were doing just straight um, the college program, and like the other people were um, were only there for one year, and then we got a new fr like fresh set of people the second year. Um, so that might have had something to do with it. Um, and it was all we were just kind of the go-to people that would help out. We would plan parties for the program. Like our Christmas party. <laughs> you planned parties. Yes. Oh, Fiona planned the best parties. The absolute best parties. Thank you. I, I'm okay. Like, I don't want to say I'm shocked. I'm not shocked. It just is like, what was like 10 episodes ago, you were describing your like bread party. Yeah, well, and, that was my friend's party that we just helped plan. Oh, okay. So you didn't have a hand in planning the bread party. Well, well the, I did. I did oh, a lot okay. of the planning. Okay. Um, but it was for her, and it was her dream come true for the bread party. <laughs> so then if if I could if I could decipher, and, and Megan, I'm assuming because you're friends with Fiona, you've watched The Office. Of course. We, we saw okay. Creed together live. Holy shit. Okay, that's a story. I want to know right now, though, on the subject of party planning, and, and Megan, you can give your two cents on this. Are Fiona, are you more of an Angela or a Pam on the party committee? I would say I'm more of a Karen. The karaoke uh, machine, the fun like games and stuff. Okay, now that's that's fair, but she was only part of the party committee for like yeah, a season. Yeah, but she planned the one good party that they had. I yeah, all right, that's fair. <laughs> okay, take a giving yourself a lot of credit, which is fine. Uh, incredible. So you guys start hanging out, and I also never refer to Fanshawe as Fanny. I mean, you graduated from there, so you can do whatever you want, I guess. But it is, it's. 
fun Shaw. That's it. Mm-hmm. What was yeah, it like fun. though? What was it like though being uh I want both of your answers being in a mixed classroom with a bunch of students from Western. I hated it. Yeah, I was it was so fun intimidated. because they thought that they were <laughs> Okay, I'm going to I'm going to say this um with like by prefacing it that I'm friends with a lot of them. There are a lot of really nice people. A lot of um, them. I, well, yeah, you don't become friends with everyone. No, just just say um, it. Just say what you want to say. Don't preface it. Show us your feelings. When feel. they showed up, it's like, okay, we get it. You go to Western, like, you're better than us, obviously, is what you think, um, which is annoying because they would come to us yes. with every question they would had be- had because we were there before and we know how everything works. So that's oh, fun because guess what? If you go to university, that doesn't mean that you know everything. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but I still remember. So super nice people, most of them. That first day of class, I remember sitting with the MTPs, not knowing what the yeah. fucking MTP was. I'm like, why are these people so much older than me? Why are they better than me? Am I just this fucking dumb? Like, and none of that was true. Um, but I agree, though. Like, because um, look at you now. You're like you're running your own business. So, like, I, I can almost promise you, none of them are doing that. They're all living with mom, paying off student debt that they're not going to use as a career, which is hilarious. Um, and plus their school probably costs three times as much as ours. So the joke's on them, but now I'll preface this by saying, of course, not all people that go to Western are pieces of shit. Of course, that's not true. My cousin went there, so that's cool, but I will agree that that was one thing that shocked me um about post-secondary stuff because like i went to fanshawe for a year and would have done my program there was a good chance that i would have done the program there but i ended up going to conestoga but whatever i i was there for a year had a great time in london and i was shocked when we went out and started talking to these girls at the bar we were like having a very cordial conversation And then they discovered that I didn't go to Western and that I went to Fanshawe and they were such dicks. And I was like, I thought that like I was done with high school. Is this, is this high school too? Like, what the fuck is this? Um, But not everybody was shitty. Yeah. I don't even get it. What is the rivalry? Like they don't like, like they don't play sports against each other or, or something. Like I don't get the rivalry. It's like you go to school over there, I go to school over here. What the fuck? Let's have a drink. That was my attitude. Yeah. No, and a lot of like most of them were like that. I mean, eventually. Um, yeah. <laughs> they eventually they they got nicer. That. Yeah. Um, At first they were kind of assholes, but. Now you guys no obviously, you guys obviously changed them. You you brought them back to reality. Reality, yeah. Absolutely. Some of them were hard to change. We befriended them Carl. all. Carl was a was an enigma. Yeah. Meaning what? Tell me about Carl. An enigma in what way? Megan, you oh, you tell him about Carl. Carl was. I don't best. know how to explain Carl. Yeah, yeah, we. I, I just so weird. He was He's... tall and <laughs> he, he was so passionate about doing so well that he would pull all nighters at the school for no reason. 
we would all get our work done and like go home and like he would be so afraid of like missing the bus <laughs> just stay there stay home yeah i, I got remember, to the point where um, our program coordinator told him to go home for the week because <laughs> i told right. him i'm like you need yeah. to i'm like you need to kick carl out carl needs to leave i'm sick and tired of this bullshit i'm sleeping <laughs> everywhere i'm fed this up with this guy trying sanitary. to do well <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, that's super he, weird. He was, like, already doing well enough. Yeah. No, Carl's the best. We love Carl. Okay, cool. Was, Aside was... from him being a, a brown noser, obviously. So that's cool. Brown nosing <laughs> Carl. That's how, that He'll forever be known as that. Um, that's a future shirt, by the way. Um, now, I want to I know, uh, Megan, because so you, you complete this program that you didn't want to take. And and then what? You leave school and decide, fuck broadcasting. I don't no. like it. Now what? So it basically what happened is I just really wanted to drop out. And my mom was like, no, there's no fucking way. Like, she was just so persistent in me, you know. And I was like, I hate this. I'm not enjoying myself. And you know what? I wouldn't change it. I would go back. Like, if I could change anything, I wouldn't. Um, just because I did, you know, meet some pretty awesome people in that program and I learned a lot of, you know, social skills and it really helped with social anxiety, calling random people all the time, trying to interview them. But it was like, after I graduated, um, I was, uh, kind of making a little bit of money doing some family photos. And then I started she booking did everyone's, weddings. everyone's uh, graduation photos. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Everyone's grad photos. Um, and then it was, I was just taking photos all the time and I'm like, you know what, like I can make a living out of this and I figured it out and it took me a couple of years to get my, you know, shit together. And unfortunately I just like was opening up a studio in March and, um, with everything happening, of course. I was only, able, I only had, um, one client come to my studio before everything happened. So and I, I doubt it's gonna it's gonna be a very long time before I can have a client again come in. So we'll have to see about that. My God. That mm -hmm. yeah, a likely story, eh? Just like I've heard so many of those, just like, yeah, I was ready to do cool shit, and then all of a sudden everybody was sick. Um now, having said that though, that rips. Like you fucking you you're one of the few people um that got out of school and figured it out for themselves like you took uh, like at least you came away with it having said i learned at least something that helped me but i'm gonna go do this mm -hmm. um yeah no definitely uh that program was amazing even though i fucking hated it and uh i had a lot of mental breakdowns but uh look at me now exactly she's, she's thriving now Exactly. I got to know, too, because obviously, you know, you know what Fiona and I do for a living. I want to know, having done very similar assignments myself, what's what's the worst interview that you experienced? What was the worst interview that you did in the program? Oh, God. Fiona, what were those things we had to do where we had to interview random people around Everything? the school? Oh, straighters? No, there was, yeah. Oh my gosh. And you would just, have, you to, just like, have a, have a question that you have to have like 10 people answer and then compile it all together. I hate it that. Was, it was the stupidest shit ever. And I hated it. Like, 
I like remember having anxiety attacks before having to go talk to these people being like, hi, like I'm in this program. The worst part though is um, about being in that program was when you try to interview someone or you call to get an interview and they just say, no, like we don't want to talk to you. Like you're a student. Why would we want to talk to you? So that was definitely discouraging. But like once you get your confidence up and you're like, all right, I'm about to get some shit done. So yeah, you are going to talk to me. That's when they know what's up. (laughs) okay so we have to have a serious discussion at this point as she drinks more wine we have to have a serious discussion about making her a permanent part of the podcast because she's one of the coolest people i know first of all can i list off a couple things that i'm a big fan of first of all the participatory drinking big fan Uh, did you just crack a beer I wish. I, I heard a crinkle and I was like, oh? No, I, I, I just get really excited when I hear that sound. Um, so first of all, very big fan of the participatory drinking. Second of all, the cursing. I finally have a swear partner. Well, before I came right on, before I you came like, on the phone call, yeah, <laughs> Megan's like, I was like, am I allowed to swear? Like, oh, I, like how yes. appropriate. Oh my, yeah, get the six shooter out and fire all the bullets. That's what I say. Oh. I'm, I'm a big fan. <laughs> now, also, the, you know, having said, and I want to dig more into your studio and where it is and, and, and what you do, because um, it's super interesting to me, people running their own businesses. But um, having taken the same style of program that we took, I, like I, I took TV, so very similar. Like we did a lot of newsroom stuff. Um, but having taken a similar program to us, you know, kind of what our, our day looks like. Um, I, I can say confidently, I am so fired up that at our job, we don't have to do streeters because they are the worst. Like I remember getting an assignment in like that. We had a class called news writing and, uh, (laughs) That was one of the things he made us do that day. And I just straight up said, Kyle, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing this assignment. Because it was like he gave us like a list of shit like to do with the school so the students would be engaged, right? And it's like how many times do I want to walk around and be like, oh, the the school's thinking about changing the bus passes. What's your opinion on that, dude? And like just the worst people too that, you know, are watch the news from anywhere. When they're doing streeters, I don't care where you are, Asia, North America, fucking Antarctica, the people in streeters are just the worst of humanity 90% of the time. It's terrible. Going back to your news writing class, I just something that was really funny. We had one too, obviously. And the dynamic of the class is so funny because you have these like pristine Western students who are like so smart because they go to Western. Don't call them pristine. they're just people i was making a joke i know yes and then we would have these (laughs) other people that fill up the class and (laughs) we had to do grammar lessons because so many people didn't (laughs) know enough of the basic grammar rules and i was so crazy that (laughs) we had a class Where and you know what? I'm so like I literally uh, one of the jokes between my uh, friends is that she taught me how to read last summer, which <laughs> is kind of funny because that program was like you know 
proper spelling. You had to use the proper grammar. I'm like low key uh, illiterate and dyslexic. I am not the brightest uh, bulb ever. Okay. So after graduating, my IQ went way down. I never used any of that shit again. I still can't spell. I don't like spelling. I don't like writing. Oh, it's awful. I, <laughs> so having heard all of that, I agree you made the right choice then because <laughs> your, your work days would be very stressful. Yep. Um, because like, and, and Fiona, Fiona knows this having, having worked at another station prior to the one that we work together at now. And now it's especially at the one that we work at now, which is the biggest news product station in the area what's up um because look at the talent we have right i mean so we get emails from like old ladies if like there's ever a spelling mistake god forbid it's in the headline and we're just having an off day and make like a little spelling mistake like like there's no e on the end of there and they'll like we'll get emails being like, you guys should fix the headline of the thing. And you're like, oh my god, like really, man? Like, did you even read the story? I swear to God, people read our shit just to see if there's a spelling mistake. And it's like, oh my oh, god, dude. Absolutely. I remember working in the newsroom, and uh, when you have to pick up the phone, and people would be complaining about um, if we said something wrong or if we pen if we pronounce something wrong and I'm like, you do know we're in fucking college. <laughs> I just got out of high school. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I'm in the wrong fucking program. <laughs> I hope you told them that uh, word for word. Like is exactly. that's, that's the weirdest thing. And like having gone to Fanshawe for a year, I, I was really torn because the facilities are really nice. Um, and I remember uh, I remember watching the television kids because like they had I don't know if they still had it. I'm sure they did when you guys were there. But like they had like the closed circuit Fanshawe TV shit where they would do like uh, there was a program every day at 12 where they would do like campus news for a half hour and oh. you could tell oh dude it oh, was they, bad they stopped that bad there. did we they because yeah. it was bad dude and like you could tell um you could tell when they had like run out of ideas because almost 90 percent of the time they couldn't fill that full half hour like they'd have like three six stories at the start like <laughs> I, like, I don't know, just about fucking the bus passes or some shit. And then you could tell by like 1215, they were just reaching for anything, like asking people about like the gardens out front. It's just like, who the fuck gives a shit about the gardens here? I didn't even know Fanshawe had a garden. Like, fuck it. Right. it Me was, neither. It was incredible. Yeah, Where? apparently there's a uh, in the fucking rear end of the school uh, where fucking uh, I think it's F wing is. There's like a little garden out there. Yeah. And like they would just be stretching stories and like the two hosts would be sitting there at the desk doing everything they could to like extend the conversation about the beautiful Fanshawe gardens. And I remember just sit sitting there and seeing that and being like that garden's going to be full of cigarettes in two weeks. <laughs>
Um, my favorite Baby. moment of the entire program, uh, Megan, I know you'll remember this, is our dual newscast. This is a fun story. I'm, I'm, on the, I'm on the on-air shift because we had shifts like if you're doing a reporter job that week or if you're on-air that week. And um, we became such good friends, basically, with our program coordinator. He didn't care what we did. So I was like, hey, Megan, come on this newscast with me because why not? And she's reading a story and like she, you stumble on like a sentence. It's so funny, funnily. But you just keep going. <laughs> kind of like that, that word got away from you. <laughs> and then I'm Yo, laughing and... so hard that when it's my turn to read the next story, I couldn't get more than like two words out. It was so because it was live. So it was so that program, <laughs> that program was not for me. Okay, let me tell you, I have like one of my main memories from high school is uh, they asked me. I went to Vermont every year, and they asked me to do a um, a speech in front of the whole school. Uh, about 500 or 700 people and um, I was telling them there was this buffet that was amazing at Vermont and I was really nervous and I go on stage and all of a sudden I was like and I started like having like a panic attack in front of everyone and I was like that they literally had to take the microwave or the microwave the microphone away from me Everybody fucking called me Megan Bond until I graduated. So that's that was great. so fucking mean. That's so mean. Oh my Almost god. As mean as I, fucker, but that's a different story. Uh, as what? Almost Co- as mean as what? Cousin fucker. Cousin? Isn't that that's what they called? <laughs> okay. Really, really quick. I'll fill you in because obviously you haven't. Yeah, you haven't listened to the episode. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Here we go. <laughs> now I Now stay with us here. Don't don't choke cuz we can't save you. Uh now I I have no embarrassment about like embarrassing shit that has happened to me and continues to happen to me today. Back what was this like 3 episodes ago? We were talking about um embarrassing shit that happened to us in school. And probably the most embarrassing thing that happened to me was I was in love with this girl and she lived around the corner from me, a classic movie trope. And uh, anyway, she discovered uh, that we were distant relatives. Now, like when I say distant, I mean like eighth cousins twice removed or whatever. But she discovers this. Her mom told her. And uh, she drew out with her mom and she fucking, I didn't mention this in the original story. She told her mom that it was for a school project to draw out your family tree. This is grade eight. We're not fucking drawing family trees, you know? Anyway, her mom being the coolest person uh, helps her draw out this family tree and it's big, right? Because it had to have me on it, right? And so she brought it to school the next day and showed everyone. And even though it's like the most silly, like distant thing, like eighth, ninth cousin, whatever it was, for the rest of the school year, everybody called me cousin fucker. Every, everybody. In grade eight? In grade eight, dude. I went to school with some piece of shit kids, man. We're from the country. <laughs> Everybody's whacked. Um, you know, it's Where all the truth. I'm from a nowhere town called Arthur and um, 
I think what it is is a combination of the John Deere tractor fumes and pig shit, and it just like goes right into people's heads and melts their brain cells. Um, so yeah, that that was a fun year. It was a really fun year. However, I still don't think that that is as mean as as that because. And also the story you told Fiona, I said on that episode, I was like, yours is worse. Cause like me, it was like, uh, most people said it jokingly, except for Carrie and all her friends. Um, the hot girls quote unquote, but, um, everybody else kind of left me alone, but that is terrible. I need to ask like, okay, so you're doing this speech about going to Vermont. Why did the faculty make you do that? Like, were other kids giving speeches about fucking, like, I don't get they it. They wanted me to, because they were like, oh, Megan, like, you know, you had so much fun on the trip. Why don't you share your experience and oh, try and Megan. get more people to come? Oh, oh Megan. that's dumb. Yeah, you're telling me it fucking traumatized me. And then uh, I had, to, I was actually valedictorian. Uh, in my grade 12 year, and I had to address and be like, I'm just going to let you guys know, uh, as you know, I'm known as Megan Bond. I do stutter. Please be patient with me. Because, like, I mean, I'm not diagnosed with anything, but, like, I'm a uh, uh, lower IQ, definitely. No, see, I, I disagree, though, because I, I get the vibe from you that you're street smart. And you know why I you know, why I also disagree, because you good for you for like turning that around and becoming valedictorian, because a that that's, you know, a tough thing to do. Uh, and, and B, I love that you owned it. Like you knew people were expecting like, oh, fucking she'll stutter or something. And you just immediately addressed it because doing that fucking just did one of these it just flips the middle finger at the crowd and it's just like fucking you know it's coming and so do i and i don't care that rips oh hell yeah i was a bomb ass valedictorian i uh i took a selfie with my entire class i had my gopro and uh, i had one of those sticks that like whips out and i whipped it out and i took a picture with everyone and it was a good time the beginning of your photography career. Ba basic. Well, I took pictures all throughout high school. Like I did all the yearbook photos, but I like, honestly, this is awful. God bless my mom. Um, but I just remember her being like, yeah, there's no money in photography. Like you can't do this. So that's Ooh. why I was so, that's, that's not why true. I was so drawn against it. That's why I was so against it. And then I became a wedding photographer and a newborn photographer. And I'm Big like, cash. all right, I can do this. Now, oh, so, weddings? so nuts. So back then, uh, did you already know that you were like super passionate about photography, but you just thought, oh, maybe I, maybe I can't make it work. Like it's you knew it was something you loved. There's no money in photography. Better get into broadcast radio. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Let me get you on my salary and, 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 and pay all the bills. It's the best. See, I was just, I didn't know what to do. I'm <laughs> awful at math. I quit science in grade 10 because I started a fire and they wouldn't let me back in the lab. <laughs> um, it was just, it was a disaster. I, this, like, I know I have a lot of talents, but at that time, I'm like, there, I have nothing that I can make a living off here. Um, I just knew 
Um, I like to talk sometimes, even though apparently I'm fucking illiterate and dyslexic, but I don't know. But you know what? It's, it's crazy how things end up the way they do. Like, if you were to tell me 10 years ago that I'd be where I am now, I wouldn't believe you. I'd, I, I don't know. I wanted to be a goddamn geologist. And I couldn't even get past grade 10 science. Well, Megan, I think you rock, so. Oh, my God. That was good, right? Wow. wow. Getting good. really touchy-feely here. I, yeah, I agree, cause though. Because geology. Cause ge- I like that. Okay. Good Rocks. for you. Wait, <laughs> Hey, man, one of my favorite television characters is a geologist, so there you go. Um, I, You know what, though? I, I love that... Um, I love that you managed to navigate that because that's a good point. Like I, I was in a weird position and we've talked about this on the show. I always knew I wanted to get into broadcasting since I was like six. I just wanted to be on TV. But a lot of my friends were like, I don't fucking know what I'm going to do. Like same deal. I hated high school, man. Like I didn't feel any of it was useful. I was like, what the fuck are we taking trigonometry for? As if I'm ever going to have to figure out the square fucking root of a triangle. Like, are you out of your mind? And so I was like, you know, let's just survive. Exactly. Exactly. So basically what we've learned today is NASA isn't going to be calling me to do any experiments because I think that triangles have square well, roots. Well, maybe if so, they need like a guinea pig to call you. I would go into space and let them do weird stuff to me. Yeah, a million percent. I'd float out in space. <gasps> me too. Yeah. If they, would, if they were like, hey, and I mean, this is impossible. I, I at least know this scientifically. But if they were like, hey, would you go to the moon and like lick a moon rock and see what happens? I'd be like, yeah, fucking hey, let's do it. I'll do it. I'll be, I'll be the, as long as like we don't have like an Apollo 13 thing happen. But because uh, I want to come back. But yeah, I'll lick the moon rock. I don't care. So Ryan, I was going to mention, I actually know where Arthur is. Jesus. <laughs> that's... And that's because uh, my sister lives in Grand Valley. Aha. The big yeah, GV. So I... Yeah. So I uh, pass through Arthur uh, quite a bit. Oh, yeah. You pass through it. That's <laughs> that's what you do. Do you like our sign? I think I Do you like our there. fucking sign? Like, and it, and it fucking says... I, I it. fucking it. says... Village of yeah, because it's all burgundy and shit. It looks like someone just shit on a sign, and it's like fucking Arthur, Canada's allegedly. It doesn't say that most patriotic village. That's what we're known for, dude. That's so yes. weird. Yikes! Nice it's brag, not, it's like, not weird. Yeah. It's not weird, dude. And and do you know what? Quick history lesson. This is why Arthur claims to be the most patriotic village in Canada because during World War One. We sent the highest population percentage of our town to the world war. We sent like like 80 80 people. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. The town, the town probably had 300 people in it and we sent 200 to the war. And so that's what we, that's what we do now. So that, I mean, that's fun to be known for something. Most people know it for different reasons, but, um, yeah, that's crazy you know where it is, because, I mean, it's just kind of there. 
See, I don't have a beer, but I'm going to open up my vodka soda for you. No, I like that. Are you? Oh, nice. Okay, there you go. Look, I'll I'll give you some ASMR. I'll put it right near my microphone. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My heart skipped a little bit there. I just, whoa. (sighs) Incredible. Now I want to I want to talk a little bit more about your business. How did you kind of you, you strike out after college and are like I'm I'm gonna do this instead. I don't want to do this broadcasting horse shit that my friend is doing. Um, so I'm gonna do this. When did you kind of settle on I'm gonna start my own business? Where is the business? What's it called? Like how can people check you out? Your business. Um, I mean. Just to business? clarify. Uh, my business is uh, Megan Bond Photography. Um, basically, I think I started my page uh, five years ago, which is nuts to think, because um, I was just posting so many pictures on my my own personal Facebook that I'm like, you know what? People probably hate this. People are going to start unfollowing me because they're like, I don't want to see this girl's photos. So why not just make an account where I can post, you know, whatever I want to post without feeling... Um, you know, like I was bothering anyone. Um, what happened was I was going to Haiti every year and I was uh, making like advertisements uh, for family photos, you know, give me a donation and I'll take your family photos. All the money will go to Haiti, to my trip to Haiti. And then it got to a point where I was making so much money that I had um, enough to pay for like four separate Haiti trips. Um, I was fine. And I'm like, you know what? I can, I can do this. Um, and I didn't take, I think I took a course in high school and about for photography and that was about it. Um, after I graduated from Fanshawe, I was considering doing um, like a business course or something because I didn't have much knowledge about anything about that. Um, and then I'm like, there's no point in me going to school for photography. I'm all self-taught. I already know all this stuff. Why would I pay to learn everything that I already know? So... Oh my god, I'm about to burp. Do it. Just... I love it. <coughs> no, it's gone. We're good. Next time though, I'll burp right into the microphone. Don't, don't worry. Yes. Yes. No, I love that. That's incredible. Again, like uh I commend you, man. Like uh, you know, good for you. You figured it out because you know, a lot of people in your situation, like I said at the start, like why I was like blown away you finished the program that you didn't like. Most people would a drop out and also most people finish a program and then they're like, like, I I feel like a lot of young people can't take rejection and fuck. I, I applied before I started where I work now, I probably applied to 30 different places and got no's from everybody and was just like, well, fuck, I'll just keep trying. Most people can't handle one or two no's. And then they go, I'm going to change and, and I'm going to do something else. I'll be a plumber now and I'm going to go back to school. Like most people go to school like two, sometimes three times before they figure it out. You did a program you didn't even like and then were like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to take pictures of shit because I like it. And now I'm going to start a business. That reps yeah and it was like i think one of the another point um of the broadcast journalism uh that i didn't like journalism is fucking depressing i remember all right i have a specific memory of the belgium the belgium bombing 
we cheered. We had something to talk about. That's <laughs> fucked up, all right? Journalism's fucked up. All you talk right. about is depressing stuff. And as somebody with um, uh, mental health issues, reading this depressing or this depressing, um, you know, murders, bombings, terrorism, you got all of that shit going on. I'm like, I don't need this. Uh, let's just uh, stick with the happy stuff. Let's stick with babies and weddings. <laughs> yes, exactly. They they haven't. Maybe you could develop this, but yeah, exactly. It's that's all very positive. They haven't come up with divorce photographers yet, but maybe you could. Maybe you there could is. break into that. Is there real? No. <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, uh, women. Uh, actually, was supposed to have a session a couple months ago before the um, you were gonna quarantine started. Yeah, yeah. Somebody had. Uh, Sorry, somebody just messaged me. Look at that. I'm getting a newborn request right now. Um, business. Business. It's always, it never stops. Um, sorry, I'm trying to, what was I just talking about? So a woman, this is awful. So a, a woman was getting divorced and contacts you. Oh, yes. So she was getting, she was uh, split up from her husband. And what she wanted to do is basically you get pictures in your wedding dress and then you destroy your wedding dress, you get mud and dirt on it, and then you set it on fire. Um, so this is actually Crazy. very, it's a very common thing. I see a lot of photographers Pop doing it. it. Um, it's more, yeah, it's more popular in the States than it is here. Why don't you like um, Of course it is, of course. <laughs> but, I can see uh, women yeah, in Texas doing this a lot. You have to be like getting divorced yeah. on like pretty, like deep, like, like bad terms, but like decent enough terms like if it's so bad you wouldn't want anything to even remind you of that so why would you want a photo yeah. like and like <laughs> there's so many different interesting sessions like um I mean I photograph just about everything bar mitzvahs um I've done the trash the dress before where the bride will go into the lake with her uh, wedding dress on um and just destroy it there's like so many different things that people want to photograph that I'm like, you know what? Let's just do it. Why not? I yeah, photographed let's... a dog wedding this year. Oh. Two dogs got married. Okay. That's fun. Like, again, you're right. Very different to our profession. That's, that's nothing but good vibes, weird vibes, but good. And, uh, Hey, like if anybody's interested, I'd I'd like to you know throw a Molotov cocktail at a wedding dress. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> um, that that's hilarious. You're right though. Like, and and fee, you can attest to this a little bit. Like, yeah, I I think we're lucky in a sense that we don't live in like a horrifically crime infested area. Like we don't live in <laughs> London. Um. But generally, a lot of the news is is either a just because a lot of it I don't care about. I'm not a politics guy. So you cover council meetings and you're like, OK, they passed this motion. Hooray. It's either very boring. Some of it or, yeah, inherently negative. Someone crashed a car and died. And it's just like I, I found that over the six years I've been doing this, I've just kind of become numb to stuff. Where we'll be like, oh, a horrible fatal crash happened on that highway. And like literally in the newsroom, we'll be like, 
Well, I hope everyone's all right. You know, that sucks. And then move on to the next thing. Like, <laughs> like you, you say just, a nice thing like uh, that because, like, you're obligated to, not because you feel it anymore. <laughs> yeah, because you're just like, well, I have to write this and get through the day. And, and something that – I love my job, but one of the few things that piss me off is that – in the region we're in, like, you know, it, there's a lot of small towns. A lot of people know who you are. And it's the worst when people figure out that it's you because they want to ask you 65 questions when they run into you at, say, the department store. And they're like, hey, uh, when I leave work, I switch off. I don't think about news. I don't watch. I never watch the news. I don't read the newspaper nobody does um i i just don't pay attention when i'm not in the newsroom news doesn't exist to me and so people will come up to me often when i'm like walking around with my girlfriend and people will be like hey uh i wanted to ask you about uh blah 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 and i'm like dude i i don't know i i don't know like i'm not you probably working. got you got like all like the dirty deets too. See, that's so I have a friend who's um we went to school with Colin, um, who works in Sarnia here, and I always want to message him and be like when they post uh how you can't post people's names. Uh what's that called? Confidentiality. Yeah. Well, I always want oh. I always want to message him and be like, Who's this about? Like I'm so curious. <laughs> like I'm such a like I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird dynamic cuz yeah, like that's that's the other thing that I don't think a lot of people realize is that there are a lot of just like rules that you have to constantly be aware of and it's one of those industries where like like everybody's made a mistake. Like I've made mistakes in stories I've written. I don't really do that anymore. But if you make like a decently significant mistake, like you get fucking fired. Like there's mm -hmm. no, there's no like coming back from that. And, and again, it, I don't even have a good example off the top of my head, but like, it's just, you there are a lot of like for in, if like you one swear thing. On air. <laughs> well, okay, of course, yeah, you can't. There's no Ooh, coming got, back from that. But I got a good story about that too. <laughs> I I love it. I want to hear that right after this short point. One thing that's very common, and and somebody, uh, I didn't know them, but and this was before I started working where we work. But I got told the story about it. Um. Years ago, somebody, and I actually think it was on one of the stations, not the stations we work at, but one of our company stations. I actually think it was posted on the station's Facebook page. I don't think it was like a news article. I think one of the hosts posted this picture. I don't know what it was of. I can't remember, but they, there's this thing called copywriting where certain images and shit you have to ask people's permission to use them unless you took the photo if you took the photo you can put whatever you want on there but if you like say i took one of your photos off your website right now and posted it on our show socials 
you could sue me for that. Sue and that's, ass. Yeah. and that's exactly what happened here. Somebody, one of the hosts took this image that they a million percent shouldn't have, and they should have known better. And like their only transgression, like this was their only big fuck up, but they got fired and, and this, and the company got sued for like eight or nine grand or something like that. Like, like a serious no. chunk of change. Is, would that have something to do with ethics? Uh, well, yeah, a, a, a billion percent, a billion percent, because you're 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 effectively in that situation, stealing someone else's work to benefit yours without permission, which is like a huge no, no, you like you can't do that. Megan had a school <sighs> had a story. Yeah. Oh, I swearing on air. <laughs> it was uh, I, it was one of my first few broadcasts. Um, I was doing the sports section. Um, uh, I was trying to pronounce Chicago Blackhawks, and I uh -oh. said something else. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I know what you said. I wish I saved the recording and kept it because it was a good one. That's spectacular. <laughs> That's the thing I feel the worst about for people be like being a giant sports nut myself is I remember in our program like doing we did like a week in the newsroom on on sports casting. So I was amped. I was like, let's do it. And no one like it's such a bummer, right? Because like if you don't pay attention, there's all these like crazy Russian names that are getting thrown at you and people can't fucking say them, man. Like they've never heard of it. And they're just like, See, I don't I, know what to do. We had a I would sit with the boys. Class. Yeah. We had I a whole sat with the boys. Yeah. We had a sports I cheated. Class. I had to cheat on every test. And part of the test was pronunciation. So our teacher um, the amazing Mike Stubbs, uh, like announces for good the dude. night. Yeah, um, good dude. He would he would read two different versions of someone's name, and like he's like for everyone who like is into like sports, like don't laugh when I say it wrong because people need to like write down what they think the proper pronunciation is. That's really funny. <laughs> that was part of our test. Was just funny so out, but <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy. Like I didn't I didn't know I didn't realize till just now that Mike Stubbs taught you guys because like great dude um yeah. he he helped me out a lot with uh some of my first uh ohl coverages i would do i would cover nights games for a local paper and he he like let me sit in the broadcast booth with him great dude and um yeah that's we talked about it that night and and since whenever i've seen him and that's one of the most annoying aspects of sports broadcasting is like everybody wants their name to be said right, right? And, and I mean, generally what will happen is, especially in junior hockey when there's like seven new players every year, you'll ask the guy himself, hey, dude, how do you say your name? And is it like this? And they'll go, yeah, that's fine. And you're like, but no, dude, you don't understand. Tell me how your mom and dad say it. 
so that they don't email me halfway through the year angrily from fucking Belarus saying that I'm saying your 18-syllable name wrong. And, like, most guys are just like, no, it's cool. Yeah, you can say it like that. And then, like, it starts infighting because then other announcers say it a different way because they heard from so-and-so that it's actually pronounced like this. And the whole year you've been saying it like this. And then Buddy's parents are like, it's actually like this. And now you've got 55 different variations of Buddy's name. And you're just like, God damn it. I just want to say he shoots, he scores for fuck's sake. Like, just tell me what to do. Help me help you, you know, but it's all fun. Ryan, Ryan, did you want to be like um, a sportscaster guy? I am a sport, a sportscaster guy. That's my the only reason I asked that is because almost uh, I would say about 60% of the men that I knew in our program wanted to be on like sports net or something. And then of would just drop out immediately. Of course. So they I'm, do. I'm, you know what? Good for you for sticking with it because I know a lot of people who dropped out. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I, we, uh, I'm lucky where we work cause we actually like carry all the local hockey games. So, um, I get to do radio hockey announcing in that respect. And then also I do a bunch of OHL work as well. So I get to do TV stuff too. Yeah. Eventually that would be the ideal thing. I'd like to work at like TSN or something like that. But um, for now, this is fun. Um, but I didn't get into this industry to be a, a reporter. Um, I like what I do. Like it's, it's a great job. Fuck our boss rips. We work at such a great place, but I, um, I just, I don't give a fuck about the news. It like you said, it depresses me. It does, dude. I don't care. I like I enjoy covering it and I do it to the best of my ability. I have I I always maintain my journalistic integrity. That's a term that gets thrown around a lot. But I genuinely don't love news. Like being like going on the fucking writing stories like, oh, this this town got a billion dollars to repave Main Street. A billion dollars. That's a pretty interesting story. Bang, 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 bang. Like, okay, dude, cool. I I like sports way better because it's generally very positive and fun to cover. It's it's just he shoots, he scores, yay. Um, but you know, it's all fucking fun, you know. It's cool. But I like that was one thing that always interested me was photography. And at one point I was like, maybe I could learn how to take pictures. And then I was like, actually, you know what? I can't. I'll teach you. I'll make a trip to Arthur. No, (laughs) I, I would never in a million years request that of you or anyone. (laughs) Um, even people I hate, but, um, I think I think what we need to do is like whenever um this scary time is over um when people can like uh look at each other and not get sick uh we we need a cover photo done for this show and I mean Oh, oh well oh yes cuz Fiona I completely forgot you asked me to make you a graphic and I never did did I Yes that's true I can I definitely I do that, that. You know what? Yeah. As soon as this quarantine's over, 
um, well, actually, it doesn't even have to be over. I'll, I can work on your graphic, but I can also, I know somebody uh, who can take photos, who can do your headshots. I don't, I don't know, though. Well, yeah, I feel like you do know someone who could do that. Yes. Megan was also uh, supposed to take, like, my family photos, um, but then this happened, so then we never got around to picking a date. All right. Are you, you're, you're in Kincardine, right? Yes, I am. I'll be there eventually, one of these days. <laughs> Beaching it up. Uh, <laughs> do you think we should do that? Do you think we should, like, do you think we should do the cover photo for this show? With like a At fucking table on the beach for no we both reason. Talked about how much we hate the beach. That would be ironic. Yes. Let us. I gotta. I, and then the teapot's full we'll, of sand, and we're pouring the sand into the. Mix. Oh. I love it. That's fantastic. <laughs> now I I want because I. I don't know what direction you want to take this in, Fiona. Like, do you want to share more school stories or do you want to dig into our list of bullshit that I came up with? I also wanted to talk about how another cool thing that Megan does is she paints her face, um, but like like Van Gogh and Bob Ross. <laughs> oh, yes. And like, Bobby. they look so good. It's crazy. I don't understand how you do that. I just, I have too much time on my hands. And that, that's the issue. I was always um, very uh, artistic through high school. And I mean, obviously now um, I painted a lot. And then, you know what, after sitting in isolation for a few weeks, I had nothing to do but paint my face. <laughs> so what have I done? I've done uh, Shrek, Post Malone. I've done a Van Gogh painting, Bob Ross. Your dad? I've done Avatar. Yeah, I've done my dad. Um, oh, gosh. Post like, Malone. I... Yes. <laughs> That's great. One of, uh, yeah, my, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I just have too much time on my hands. It's been a while since I've painted my face. I should get back into it, but I ordered face paint on Amazon specifically just, you know, paint, for paint the Paint the Sauce and Goss logo on your face. I can do that. That would, that would that would be bitching actually that that could be if you did that that could be like our could temporary be. cover photo i'll do it <clears throat> oh my god yes <laughs> there you go i'm so glad that that's gonna be forever recorded into a podcast yeah i'm really fired up about it too that was fucking and it was like organic too it wasn't forced <laughs> like it was a it was a that was a genuine fucking rip roar and burp i loved it rip i have no shame <laughs> yeah man that's what this show's all about at the end of the day we're not fake here man we are ripping now i i actually uh, you know fully support the face painting thing because i mean you know during this wonky time that we're doing here, like, uh, yeah, you got to flex the creative muscle a little bit. Um, you know, uh, you got to keep yourself doing something. Yeah. Well, cause I, obviously I can't take photos. Um, well, it was actually, I took some photos today. Uh, it's so nice having my camera out. I, even if I just take pictures of wildlife, that's why I'm very excited Did that it? I have a family of a, I have a family of opossums in my backyard. Yes. Whoa. So I'm... Okay. You took, you took some very oh photos of them too, didn't you? Of the opossums having sex, yes. 
Good. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like, I, I like this though, because that means like you're showing your, you're showing your diversity. Like you, you can do like the wedding thing and then you can also do the national geographic thing. (laughs) Absolutely. I love it. I, I want to ask before we move into, um, our list of, of, of horse shit, uh, where we just riff on stuff, um, that makes me laugh. Um, what's the weirdest other than like the the divorcees wedding dress thing? What's the weirdest thing someone has asked you to take a picture of? Um, that you got paid for. I mean, obviously the dog wedding was pretty, um, extravagant. So it was like, what what happened? it, It was this big event where uh, if you attended the wedding and you donated money, uh, we were just raising money for the Humane Society, but it was like a free, like I wasn't being paid for it. And then the owner had paid me to take more photos, which is pretty awesome. Um, I'm just trying to think of uh, what weird requests I've had, because I've definitely had some uh, interesting people slip into my DMs. Um, Oh, the DMs. Oh, of course, the DMs always sliding in. Dreaded messages. <laughs> That's like the worst part of quarantine right now. It's like I don't want to respond to people, which is awful business etiquette for me. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, if you message me like past 7 p.m., uh, I'll probably message you back in three days. Uh, that's f- or never. That's fine though, like, cause like I don't want to respond to anybody either. Well, I'm, and not I'm supposed, supposed to. Like, I'm not working right now. Well, exactly. So who cares, right? You know, mm. everybody, we calm also, down. We also wanted to ask um, how your social distancing date went. Yes, <gasps> it went really well. Yeah, really well. Yeah, no, it's. Oh my gosh. It was, it's just a, a friend of a friend that um, I had met. And then he he's, uh, lives in Toronto, but he's in Sarnia because of the quarantine. And one thing led to another. And uh, social distancing dating is very interesting. Uh, obviously, you have to stay uh, six feet apart. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I don't know. We just got coffee and that was about it. Okay, so are you going to do another one? Maybe yes. five feet apart? No. <laughs> We're getting dinner tomorrow. Ooh, so. exciting. Yes. You just, like, sit in your cars or, like, sit on, like, separate picnic tables? <laughs> we we um, met kind of, like, halfway, and then we just went for a walk and got a coffee downtown. And then we just sat by the water, because what else is there to do in Sarnia? <laughs> yeah, well, what's there to do anywhere? Everything's freaking yeah. terrible. Ugh. But no, so bored uh, of just walking outside. I feel like <laughs> exactly. Um, and the thing is, like, I'm hating this. Well, I'm not hating this quarantine. I'm gonna be honest. I'm thriving. I'm doing great. Um, but I don't know. I I hope it doesn't end soon because if it ends soon, I think shit's gonna hit the fan real fast with the second wave. Oh yeah. So my sure. hopes are this. I'm hoping another two months. Yeah, and I think you can we'll hold be out safe, a little but... while longer. Just to oh, oh. here comes Ryan with some more beers. I'm I can't see him. No. I uh, 
I made it back. I, I couldn't do it anymore. I got oh. I got to a point of like getting like we talked about a couple episodes ago where like you're holding a pee in for so long and then you're like, you know what though? <laughs> I I'm hallucinating now. And so uh, I just had to um I had to release. And that's that's what we oh, do, we do here. We we do take pee breaks. That's what yeah, that's what we do here, man. Like I said, at the end of the day, what this show is now about is, is release. That's all it is. <laughs> okay, we can uh, dip into our our regular scheduled programming. Yeah, um, let's let's talk about the bullshit. I'm excited. God, yeah. there's some bullshit on. Okay, here, so man. this this one, um, Ryan is very excited to talk about. Um, Randy, the unit. Johnson killed a bird with a pitch of uh, can you explain what happened okay <laughs> so okay this this story I've known about this for 20 years like um I remember vividly when it happened on television um I was watching the the game with my dad but I learned something last night that made me just equal parts mad and stoked. So Randy, the unit Johnson uh, is a very famous baseball player. Now they call him the unit because he's like six ten. He's just a gigantic just dude. Absolute unit. He's a unit dude, big lanky fucker. But my God, <laughs> one of the, one of the greatest pitchers of all time. Like the guy could throw like 103 miles per hour. So at the time, this is a famous sports clip, and you should watch it because I'm assuming both of you have never seen it. In 2000, and I want to say one, he's playing for the Arizona Diamondbacks. It's a spring training game, and he's on the mound, goes to load up a fastball, throws it, and one of the most freak accidents ever occurs. As he releases the ball, what appeared to be a pigeon flew in front of the pitch. Now this guy is throwing heat and he, the ball hits the bird and it disintegrated. Like I'm I'm, definitely seeing this. The bird, like there was nothing left of the bird. It exploded on impact. He is obviously like, what the fuck just happened? As is everyone else in the stadium looking at an explosion of feathers. And then they look over and they're like, oh, there's a piece of a bird here. Randy killed it. Now, obviously, an incredible, like, freak accident. Very unfortunate for the poor bird, you know, but like. What are you supposed to do? The dude, the dude is loading up a pitch doing his job. And it's not like he's like zeroed in on the bird from the corner of his eye and was like, I'm going to explode that motherfucker. (laughs) That's not what happened right now. Everybody was aware of the incident. Like it's a famous clip, right? It's like on top 10 lists. It's, it's a crazy clip. Funnily enough, the team he was on went on and won the World Series that year. So that's neat. Great, great pitcher. And like he... They did it in the name of the bird. Exactly. Uh, and you know what? They they made references to it when they won. They were just like, it all started with the bird. Like as a joke. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, anyway, I learned this last night because I'm watching a list and it's on it. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I remember, man, the bird. 
So I didn't know this about the story. After he <laughs> disintegrates this fucking feathered friend, PETA tried to take him to court and sue him <laughs> and sue him and I quote <laughs> on the bird's behalf because they they tried to contend that he put the bird in harm's way like hey man we're playing baseball what the fuck are you talking about like how unreal is that like we've talked about you know crazy people and and like people that work for organizations like PETA now again i want to reiterate like we've talked about many times fee i'm all for fucking being cool to animals if you're shitty to animals you're a piece of shit we've established this you're part of the 1% and you shouldn't listen to this show we hate you but to suggest <laughs> like to suggest though that this multi-million dollar, keep in mind here, Randy Johnson had been pitching for like 10 years already. He was worth like $300 million. Why would he intentionally disintegrate a bird? You know what I mean? And like, they're Do that on your own time. <laughs> exactly. Like, it, it was so weird. And he, so obviously the the judge didn't even let it get to court. He threw it at, he threw out Peta's claim and was like, you guys are fucking idiots. Um, and again, just I just like want to say every single driver that hits an animal. I know. And I feel very bad whenever yeah. in the few times I've never hit a deer fingers crossed, but I've hit like gophers and you know, I'm bummed about it. Yeah. I, it hit sucks. A, I had a chipmunk. Once. <laughs> it was my um, only time driving and hitting an animal. And I pulled over and cried for 20 minutes. The only <laughs> time, okay, we're, we're veering off. This is what we do. We just veer off on tangents. <laughs> the only time, so obviously ridiculous story. Like, and, and Randy Johnson, to his credit, after the case got like dismissed, made a sizable donation to like a local animal shelter. So like, thumbs up big unit you rip one of my favorite baseball players ever and i don't even like baseball but um i'm a big fan of him after he disintegrated that bird how do we know that that bird wasn't up to some shit how do we know that that bird wasn't a feathered terrorist and he stopped a bird terrorist plot with his fastball okay flying into my window at, at my home every day they're I don't know dumb why. The curtains They're are closed. Dumb. It's not like they, it's like so clean. They want to see through it. Like the curtains are closed and they fly into the window. Yeah. Cause they probably day. think it, they probably think it's a cave cause they're dumb. Now <laughs> I love birds. I'm going to, but they're dumb. I love right? birds. Now actually the happiest I'll... I am is when I'm holding a bird. Birds aren't real. Okay. <laughs> and chickens. The birds aren't work them. for the bourgeoisie. <laughs> I Chickens love that. Aren't birds? Chickens aren't <laughs> birds, man. No, I, I, I'll correct myself in that I, I've read this before uh, on another mini tangent that apparently, um, cr is it crows or blackbirds? One of the two are like an extremely smart bird. They're very crows. smart. They're not like a hawk, you know what I mean? But um, and and you know crows rip because a group of them is called a murder. And that's cool. But um, 
just talking about like hitting animals, unfortunately and unintentionally with your vehicle. The only time obviously having like, you know, you hit a raccoon at night and you're like, ah, for fuck's sake, that sucks or whatever. The only time that I've had to pull over and, and cry because I hit something with a car. This was years ago. Now I was at Fanshawe and I, I was dating this girl who lived out in the country and we were dating for a while and she, she had a cool farm. They had a big ass pool. They would have huge parties out there. It was great. And one night we were out there and her mom had a bunch of people over and they ran out of wine. Imagine doing that. And they were like, can you guys go into town? Not London, but it, like Ingersoll or whatever. And can you go to Ingersoll and get us another box of wine? And we went, we went, yeah, of course. So we drive to Ingersoll. They gave us like $200. For a box of wine. Yeah, like a box. And so we pick oh, so up not the like the cheap like box no, of wine it was like no, a box no. of, a, of bottles of a wine. box of bottles okay so we pick it up we're on the way home we're literally 30 seconds from the house and a cat runs out in front of us oh no I don't and and funny. i'm like i start i start to veer so like he runs out in front of us i'm on the right side of the road and i'm i'm like i'm gonna veer over to the other side we're on a dirt road i'm gonna veer over to the other side and scare him the full way across the road turns out this fiona's gonna hate me this this sucks it turns out that it was a mother cat stop it and her five kittens were behind her and when i veered over to avoid what i now what I now discover you is hit mother all cat. the kittens. I didn't hit all of them. I did. You hit some listen. of the kittens. <laughs> listen, listen. There's a somewhat silver lining to the story. Just bear with me, okay? I, I, it's too late. I'm going like 50, and I veer over, and right as I do that, the kittens come over the edge of the road. I commit serial cat murder by accident, killing three of the kittens and the mother. And I'm like, oh, my God. I can see the house. We're that close. I pull over and I'm like, I can see your eyes glistening. (laughs) You're such a child. I'm only kidding. It's very sad. I kill the cat. I get out. I get out of the Did car. That yeah. I get out of the car and I almost I... threw up. Like Sam, Sam is looking at me and is like, are you going to be okay? And I was like, I don't know if I can ever drive a car again. And I get out and I felt so sick. And then For those of you listening at home, I've cried on my note page. There are teardrops on the paper. Holy shit. You know what, dude? You know what's crazy about this? Literally last week, we were like, eventually you're going to cry on the show. And it happened. Oh my God. We didn't even have to wait a week and you're crying on the show. I know it's very sad. Okay. I'll wrap it up. I'm out of the car. I think at this point, I've killed the entire family. 
And then I hear, <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you for breaking the tension. She You're welcome. Look at that tear mark. Oh my God. So I feel really bad, right? And I, so I still, I think I've killed this entire cat family. And then I hear like the little squeals of baby kittens. And now I'm even more stressed out because I'm like, oh my God, one of them is alive and I am going to have to help it move on. That wasn't the case, luckily, because you can't leave it there, right? That Luckily, that wasn't the case. I missed two of them and they fell back into the ditch. I rescued them and the family took them in. We got them shots and all that shit. And uh, the cats, as far as I know, are still alive. Like, that was, like, eight years ago. So a somewhat happy ending to the story. We we raised the cats, or they're raising them, and, and took good care of them. I felt horrific. And it's the only time where I've ever been like, I don't know if I can get behind the wheel again. And that's it. And now back to fun. Back to fun. Back to fun. Are you, you going to be okay? No. See, okay. I'm fine because I, uh, I'm going to be honest, I uh, despise cats. There's only like... Wow, and you guys are friends? I know, I know, it's very... Oh my god, Fiona, are you okay? <laughs> oh my god. Are you going to be... <laughs> She's Wait, hold so on, Fiona... Fiona, do you remember that one time I peed on your couch? <laughs> Does that make you feel better? Okay, we got to hear about that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, and I... That's fantastic. I'm I'm sorry, and, and I understand if you have to hate me, but I didn't do it on purpose. Oh, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't fucking Dale Earnhardt going, like, I'm going to get them. Like, it, I, it bummed thinking, me out. There's, no, there's another time... <laughs> When, when Travis is driving us home from um, his parents' place and he was down a, a, a country road. It's always goose, down a country road. A goose flies out of nowhere. Like, literally, like, like emerged from, like, the shadows of, a I don't know where. And we hit it and it goes flying. And there's a field of geese <laughs> watching. So this whole family... <laughs> Watched us kill the goose. And I was on the phone with my mom, and I was like, Mom, I have to go. We just hit a goose. <laughs> and all I'm of his so... friends and family died. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm just thinking about <laughs> the cat who saw its kids. Oh my God. This, this... this is so, this is depressing. Yeah, this got so dark. Like, <laughs> We, not my we, fault. we, we were, it, it wasn't your fault. You're I'm right. Sorry, and I look like <laughs> it's this. It, I'm glad that we're not live streaming. That's, that's definitely a benefit. No, it's, uh, no, it's a bummer. But, but now back to fun. Now back to fun. Okay. We'll, we'll move on. I'm sorry that I brought up Randy the unit Johnson. I thought it was funny when the bird exploded, but it, it led us down a dark path. And Fiona legitimately, that's what, dude, at the end of the day, tell 
everyone about this show, dude. This is authentic. We've got authentic burps, authentic drinking, authentic tears. This is better than a fucking, than a soap opera. This is better. Days of our lives can fuck off. We're way more dramatic. This is pretty good. All right, guys. What's next on the list? (laughs) Murder Mountain. Oh, yeah. So... So, so right back to killing things, humans this time. So you'll feel better. Um, Have you guys fucking on, on the subject of, you know, quarantine, we're watching way too much TV. Have you, have either of you seen any of this fucking crazy show, this murder mountain shit? Never heard of it. Holy shit. Is that the, is that the one about, um, is it Humboldt? Yes. Um, the, Ayo, it's a, where they all grow weed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, essentially, I, I won't ruin anything. I, I just want to know if anybody else had seen it. Like, um, it's about this county in California, and it's like apparently just the greatest place in the world to grow weed, and it's all hidden in redwood forests. And there's this huge ass hill there where there have been tons of people go missing and getting killed, and that, they call it Murder Mountain. It's a ridiculous show. It's it's fucking mind blowing what these people are doing to grow weed, and like they're stealing from each other and shooting their boyfriends. Oh, it's crazy, man! What a what a weird show. Um, let's move on. What else? Come on, cheer cheer up here. Stick with us. Happy things. I'm trying to think of happy things. Griffin on Friends are perfectly fine photos online. Jesus, man, what is it with people? And listen, I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm just gonna say this, and I bet I bet both of you will agree with me because I I won't say all because that's a bad that's a bad thing to say, but most dudes would never do something like this. I feel like. This is a much more common occurrence with women. And and what that is, is the other day I'm on Facebook and I'm just in a rabbit hole looking at dumb garbage. And uh, <laughs> I Sorry about see... that motorcycle that just went by. Oh, is that what that was? Nice. I thought that that was your internal anger welling up <laughs> to the front of your head. Um, <laughs> now... I'm looking at Facebook and I see this person that I know. I won't say who it is because I know they listen to the show, but I see this person I know. They post a picture of themselves and they've got like a new hairdo and fucking like some new clothes get up, which like, okay, cool, man. You put a picture of that on the internet. Neat. Um, I guess it's better than taking a picture of a salad, but, and, and the very first, this stopped me dead in my tracks. Cause it's just your standard social media photo of like, ah, fucking here I am looking like this. And the first comment I see is someone who's friends with this person. And the comment is like, just, I hate when people say, you always know it's going to be bad when the lead in line is just so you know. So it says, just so you know, girl, it said that comma this look doesn't do you any favors that's fucked i i've literally never seen that before and then 
there was follow-up pointers to change to something else. That's now, what you call a hashtag toxic friend. And you yes. need to eliminate them from your like friend group. I don't know. Like, right. I, there's not a single female friend that I'm friends with that I wouldn't like like hype up when they post a photo like omg girl you look amazing i wish i was you type post like that's what normal girls do it it is it it is what normal girls do i've never seen anyone post like actually like i've I've heard about that like through the internet that like oh like my friend did this and it's like oh like that's crazy i've never i never thought real people would actually say mean things about their friends like that oh it was real that's crazy now, I want your opinions on this, as uh, both as young ladies here who are, uh, I, I don't know how else to say it, I- into the fashion game. Sure, I don't know, whatever. Take that as you will. Um, certainly more fashionable than me. I mean, and, and let's be honest here, folks. I fucking look disheveled. Like, I shaved yesterday, and that's great. I look horrific. Hiding under this ball cap is a disaster mountain of quarantine hair. It's bad. It's it's at the point now where it's hanging in my eyes, and uh, I'm trying to keep it under control. So it's not like I'm here preaching like I'm Brad Pitt, okay? Okay. I want to know what your opinion is of this. Like, if a friend... Or even just a person you knew, an acquaintance, posted something like that on one of your photos. Your first reaction would be what? I would delete them. I would comment, what the fuck, and delete them. <laughs> I can't imagine anyone I yeah, know like that. I, yeah, I don't... Um, I'm just trying to think. I, Not that I... I was just going to say I don't have many friends. That's uh, true. Like same, not not you don't. <laughs> we're not gonna we're like not gonna cry friends. again, right? Like maybe I, I might if someone posted me. No, I'm just kidding. But now would... you have lots of friends. You you have the sauce and goss army here, and so that that's all that matters, right? I just like exactly. unless, unless like they're like your best friend, and you know that they're kidding. Like one of my other best friends right. just posted a picture, and I'm gonna hype her up later. And she looks amazing. Of course. Like you go, girl. I'm gonna like it right now because I saw. Dude, even even if my friends look like shit, I tell them they look amazing. Real friends like yes. send you photos and be like, "Which one should I pick?" And then you help them pick the oh. best one. Ah, uh, okay. And then and then and then you guys work on a caption together. Yep, I do that. And then you're the first to comment because you know that she just posted it. And then you comment, "Oh my god, you look amazing." It's That's a, what friends do. It's a work of art. Right. And, and and I can appreciate that. I just want to know what you thought of that. And it's funny you say that because obviously I've let my, like I mentioned, yeah, whoops, let my hair get a little out of control here. And that's okay. And I, and, and Fiona knows this, even though she still hasn't watched it because she's hashtag a toxic friend. I recorded a cover song video that we did, uh, me and my friends and Obviously, my hat's off. I'm headbanging, having a good time. Somebody that I haven't talked to in years watched the video, which like, hey, awesome. That's great. You watched it. The first thing they messaged me, keep in mind, I haven't talked to this person in a while. And the first thing they send me, they didn't comment it, but they they DM'd me. And all they could say 
we put a lot of work into this cover song and everything. The first thing they said to me was, dude, what's going on with your hair? And I was like, oh, it's quarantine. What's going on with yours? Like, <laughs> I was like, I felt like I deleted. I didn't even respond because I don't particularly like the person. They're one of those people that you put up with because they're a friend of a friend of a friend, you know. Um, but really, you'd like to like drop kick them through a fence. So um, I felt like saying back, what's up with your attitude? Like, what a weird thing to send to somebody that you haven't talked to in ages. Just say, hey, cool. Just leave yeah. a normal comment. If you don't like there it, don't, don't comment anything. Just like ignore it if you don't like it. And I mean, That's if you crazy. don't like it, and if you don't like it, right? Never watch it and support your friend, right? I mean, like, de- like that's a, also a strategy that we've learned exists, right? Right. <laughs> Fantastic. Just watch my video, man. It's a silly okay, little. Okay, I don't have the link anymore. It's way deep in our text, so now Dude, I don't want to scroll. It's it's on Facebook, and I know you have it. Um, Resend anyway, it to me, and I'll watch it tonight. Damn. Sure. Cool. I just want I I just want your input on my hair yeah, now because I'm feeling insecure about it in the video. It doesn't matter what anyone's hair looks like right now because no one can go to the hairdresser, so we all look like garbage. Exactly. So well, either you're gonna shave your purple. head. Because you don't want to deal with the long hair or you're going to keep it long and wait until you can get it cut. Those are the two options that men have. Well, yours, like your guys is, is, is fine. Like it, yeah, it's I wanna, just me. I want to get it redyed, but let's, uh, let's move on. What else is on this list? Okay. We got, um, uh, dumb stuff, uh, that we did as kids or that, um, people in our family have done as kids. I've got some fun ones. I'm stupid as hell. So I think there obviously because, and you know, this fee, like being in a band for as long as I was, there was a lot of dumb stuff we did and, and we covered it already on the episode age um, isn't kid age. Well, I was like 13 when the band started. Oh, okay. I mean, so Yeah. We used to, well, and, and I've talked about some of the embarrassing stories about w- things that happened to the band, like the night that I ate too much Taco Bell before a performance and had to leave the stage mid-song to remedy myself. Um, that was pretty fucking embarrassing. But I rem- like one thing vividly stands out to me from like our childhood, and I'm like eight years old at Grandma's place, ripping. She's teaching me to play cards. This would make my brother like five. And you know how like this seems to be a thing that's at like every old person's home, which which is awesome because it's very inviting. But you know how like old people will have those like very delicate, like glass, finely cut bowls with like a very ornate lid on top. And what's in there? Breath mints. There's like they they have those little Scottish mints in there. You know what? Yeah. Every now and again they mix it up. They throw fucking candies in yeah, there. Werthers. Some Werther. Dude, I'll rip a Werthers. Oh, yeah. And on the on the table next to us, we're playing cards. Grandma's trying to teach me to play cards. On the table next to us is one of those nice little dishes, and it's full of sugar cubes for like coffee and tea. And I mean full. It's 
full of fucking cubes. There's easily 70 in there. During the time that grandma is showing me how to play cards, my brother eats the entire dish <laughs> of sugar cubes. So much sugar. We, we catch him in the act shoveling the final three or four into his mouth. And he was an insufferable bastard for three or four hours. And then he threw up aggressively. Like. You would have to. That much sugar. Well, yeah. Because. Well, I was just going to say, I was like, I can't believe he's not diabetic now. Like just off that. (laughs) He ate a whole thing of sugar. Like, why would you do that? You know, even as a five-year-old, oh God, (laughs) that pure sugar is actually tastes gross. Yeah. It's so nasty. But he ate the whole fucking thing because he's him. He knows who he is and uh, he rips. So good for him. What's the dumbest thing that you can think of, Megan, that either you did or, or like someone in your family did when you were kids? Like, what's the stupidest thing that you look back on and are like, that's hilarious i survived that if you need a minute so i'm just uh i was oh no i got one okay i got one i'm this is gonna be my last note my my uh so i gotta go but i'll finish on a good note with you guys yes um uh i ate flies as a child i used to sit in the (laughs) windowsill and just eat eat dead and alive flies and uh i just wanted to thank you guys so much for having me on the podcast (laughs) Um, you got I you got a fly. <laughs> I gotta go. Well, my mom keeps texting me. She's like, "When are you coming to eat dinner?" Uh, and I'm very drunk now, so. Uh. <laughs> this is then we've done our job. This is the greatest guest exit ever. This this will live in infamy. <laughs> I love it. What? Um, but I, I gotta go. But thank you so much for having me. Uh, I had a blast. <laughs> of course, no. anytime. We loved having you. This will not be your last appearance. Like I said at the start, high approval rating from me. So, uh, next, uh, next time I'll have uh, tequila shots. Oof, we're gonna get serious. Then, then we might all cry. <laughs> oh, I will definitely cry. I love it. Well, enjoy dinner. I will. It's wing night. <laughs> that All right. Thanks, guys. Bye, Megan. Bye. That's so funny. I Incredible. eat flies. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I used to eat flies. You know what, man? That's so, that's super weird. Um, I wish we got a, <clears throat> like, oh more <laughs> um, answers um, given to us about why how that started but yeah that's going to be a fault the the first follow-up question on her next appearance which there will be because that second one that was great i'll never know i would like to describe it's uh i can't imagine it being anything but a bummer i just imagine them tasting like black licorice which is just worse like because there's guts and like blood and like fecal matter on them thank like, you for painting like that flies, accurate like like i mean yes. that's what i know about flies 
Yeah, yeah, they they poo a lot. Yes. Well, and um, they they and they like touch poo. Like that's yes, they they, they do that. They're into it, man. They yeah. they love it. Um, that's interesting. I did know a kid that my brother was friends with. That was weird in two ways. So he used to uh, eat tissue paper, hmm. and um, which is extremely weird. But then also. He used to just like take his ass out anywhere, like just, like pull his pants down. Yeah, but like not not like full frontal. No, but like you know, he would like he, moon people. Type yeah, thing. all all of the time. Like he would be at our house hanging out with my brother, and he would just go hide in like a closet. And you'd go and like be like, where where did he go? And like open the door, and there he is, just his ass. I just and, gave me very like, vivid flashbacks of um, a field trip once when I, I I don't know what grade this was, but this was young. So it was just we were in a school bus driving somewhere, and like there's these three teenage guys who like saw a school bus, and they're like, that'd be funny if we mooned them. And only like only like a couple of us saw it, and I was one of them. I saw like three teenage boys' butts. <laughs> That's I was like, oh my god, what are they doing? Gross. That's tough. I'm just trying to like be on this field trip with my friends. Did you uh did it make you cry with the same intensity that we saw 20 uh, minutes ago? No, I didn't cry at all. <laughs> I uh I I think like it's obviously not funny when people cry because that was that was an emotional share of a story and and probably one of the top five most traumatic things I've ever experienced. Um, but I actually can't believe how hard you cried. Like that was uh, vi- well, like don't take this the wrong way. It was very entertaining because literally the only thing I could think of was literally a week ago we were like someday. <laughs> we're gonna cry on the show and then not even a week later and you know what's funny about that too is if i remember that conversation correctly i made a point of saying it can't be fake either it's gotta just be a real moment <laughs> i i actually i can't even stress this enough i became so concerned because i'm in the middle of telling the the cat murder story and I look at you and can tell through this shitty webcam that you're about to cry. I was like, hey, are you rewind the podcast like 20 minutes, guys, and just hear me stop and go, are you okay?" (laughs) Like (laughs) genuinely. Okay, I can't help it. No, no, it's awesome. I'm not making fun of you. I I think it's great that it makes you that emotional. I I was emotional. Imagine being there. A normal person thinking about a mother cat watching her kittens get hit by a car. That doesn't bring a tear to your eye. You are the wrong person. but, But if it makes you feel any better, which I don't know why it would, if we can reflect back briefly, she didn't witness that. She was among okay, the dead. Turned... I thought you said that you avoided her. No, no. I tried to avoid her because I thought it was only her. Veered. She got clipped because she like tried to turn her okay. out. I misunderstood. 
Yes. And the that only surviving cause for most of the tears. Okay, right. so she so if I can make you feel any better, she definitely didn't witness it. She was part of the unfortunate accident. The only surviving members were the two kittens who we brought back and they are thriving members of the animal kingdom. So they are ripping. Okay. Well, I'm glad that we backtracked to clear that up because also I'm decently certain that we named them Tony and tiger because like we were such big frosted flakes fans and <laughs> her little brother was like, ah, oh, like we would eat frosted flakes every day. Okay. So I'm pretty sure we named the kittens, Tony and tiger. So they rip. How about that? Okay. Well, that's nice. <laughs> I tried to remedy my terrible driving, uh, which actually that's not true. I never even left the road. It's just, it was just an unfortunate set of circumstances and it was no one's fault. I didn't really finish my, we were going to backtrack to when I hit the chipmunk. It was when I worked at the last radio station I was at and I was in their cruiser and, um, I was driving 45 minutes to a town, um, down the road for an event that I was late for because I had to cry. <laughs> And then I showed up and I was like, sorry, I'm late, everyone. I hit a chipmunk and they could see how visibly distraught I was. <laughs> They're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. And they're like, okay, well, this is the person you need to interview. I'm like, thank you. Because <laughs> everything is like wrapping up by the time I got there. <laughs> that is so funny because... That is one of the things that like rips about the area we're in that we cover is like you would never get away with that in a big city. <laughs> like if you were in Toronto and like missed like a town hall press conference at City Hall or something because you had to pull over and cry for a chipmunk. <laughs> Like you you'd get like, like you'd get fired, you know what I mean? Like they'd be like, "You missed it f for what?" Your your news director would be like, "Get a grip." But I respect that cuz that's the thing about small town um small town life is like people are just like a lot more patient and understanding. They're like, "Oh no, the chipmunk." <laughs> that's great. Oh fuck, poor Alvin, man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Alvin. Yeah. Um, um, I never said the dumb stuff I did when I was a kid. Are you still there? Well, yeah, I didn't okay. go anywhere. The, the screen froze, so I and I didn't hear anything, so I had to double check. Okay, no, I'm still here. No, okay. I'm an attentive friend. I'm an attentive friend. <laughs> okay, so um, I was hanging it with my friend. I was very, very young, only like maybe maybe like five years old max. And um, so my sister was babysitting us and um, we were like joking around all day, like, like telling, telling stupid jokes. I don't remember any details, but <laughs> she was making us craft dinner. And then she tells me that the stove is hot. So like, don't, don't go near it. Be careful. And I'm like, oh, you're just like kidding. You're lying to me because of all of the jokes we were telling earlier. So I go up and I just like full, like full palm the burner <laughs> and, it and was then hot. what <laughs> and it was hot. <laughs> might be a part of the title oh my god and it was hot <laughs> it was hot she was not kidding anymore um 
That's so funny, dude. I okay. I speaking of like hot stuff and being, I I won't mention who this was because I'll get in trouble. I'll just say that. But someone I know intimately, uh, years ago, I'm like pretty young. I witnessed this person uh, drunkenly fall into a lit barbecue. Knock the barbecue over. Like, propane is running. I'm like, is the barbecue going to fucking explode? Like, oh, my God. I see the person fall into the barbecue, knock the barbecue over. It comes flying open. Their hand is just on the inside of the lid singeing. (coughs) Pardon me. And they're so drunk that they're not feeling that till the next day. Significant burn. And I watched this person. There were like a bunch of shit on the grill. There were like hot dogs, hamburgers. I watched the person reach on the ground and pick up one of the hot dogs on the ground and just start eating it laying there. Like, uh, it was, (laughs) it was bizarre. And I just remember I'm like, I'm like 13, 14 years old. And I'm like, man, I'm never going to (laughs) drink. (laughs) oops everyone's got one (laughs) god that was so outrageous like i couldn't believe it i was like look at this human it was great is do we have anything else like or are we like Um, are we done like we had one more thing um favorite one hit wonders Oh, yeah. I don't know why I thought of this. See, this is the level we're at. There's nothing going on in the world other than people are screaming that the governments are all banding together to take us down with this uh, fake virus. And then there's other people yelling about how we're, you know, all stuck inside. I get it. Like, there's nothing else happening. You know what I mean? And so some sports is happening. Some sports are back. They raced NASCAR. That's uh, a fuck nascar anyway but uh yeah um there's just nothing going on and i don't know why i thought of this the other day but i i heard a a famous one hit wonder and i was like ah maybe that'll be fun if we just talk about one hit wonders that we like if you had like a if you had like a top three i don't know like maybe do you have a favorite one hit wonder and it's got to be a true one hit wonder like well okay see i thought you would be talking more about the classic one-hit wonder. So I try to get some more recent fun one-hit wonders. Um, from so I googled the like 2010s one-hit wonders and um. No, no, I, that's fine. Just like a, a um, one-hit wonder. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce this name. Okay. Go, Godier, somebody oh, that go- I used to know. Gauthier, yeah. Gauthier? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that was the best one-hit wonder, especially when Walk Off the Earth covered it. But they're no longer one-hit wonders because. They have like some pretty popular songs, but but yes. his original version of it, that's the only thing he's ever released that anyone knows of. Um, over was, here, yes. Over yes. here, yeah. Yeah, that, he's an Australian guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that was like the most popular song for like a year at least. Like no, that that's a good pull. No, yeah. that 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 as that's absolutely a, a one hit wonder, a million percent. Do you do you have any others like off the top of your head? Um, that, like. Monsters like, and Men, Little Talks was apparently a one-hit wonder because um, they don't have anything else that was popular. 
Uh, off the top of my head, not familiar with that tune. Sing it uh, for me. I can't. I don't. I I, I don't want to say the wrong song. Let me go find it. It doesn't matter. Okay, I I'll take your word for it then. It's a good song, but now I have somebody that I used to know stuck in my head. Right. Also, yeah, I hate that when you're trying to think of another song and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't get this one out of my head. Annoying. Okay, no, I was thinking of the right song. It's don't listen to a word I say. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I totally, yep, million yeah. percent I know that song. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah, that was a huge fucking song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Legit. Yeah, but, but I don't know. That's all I, I wrote down. Some of, like, a lot of mine, because, like, I stopped listening to, like, a lot of Top 40 radio, where you find these songs um, a, a long time ago. But, like, so a lot of mine, uh, uh, you know, are more dated. But I'm I'm decently confident you may have heard some of them. Um, remember, <laughs> obviously, you can go to, like, the classics, man. What is Love by, like... I can't even remember the artist's name. What is love? Like that, that's an all timer. Um, one hit wonder. And, and like, if you don't play that at your wedding, you're a bad person. Um, like, come on, dude, don't hurt me no more. Um, my, I think my favorite one hit wonder ever is now they had a couple other, like, I don't want to call them hits, at home in England, but like they're a one hit wonder. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with a band called the outfield, but they were like a, like an eighties hair band. And, uh, they sing a song called, uh, fucking, Oh my God. Uh, Holy shit. Now you've got that other song stuck in my head and I can't think of it. Oh, fucking, uh, I don't want to lose your love tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah. That song rips, dude. And like they they made fun of it on uh on a family guy cutaway. Joe has it as his his like answering machine. Joe is on a vacation far <laughs> away. That's so funny. That song is incredible. And it like that's the weird thing about one hit wonders, right? It's like you're like, okay, so you wrote that and couldn't come up with anything else. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And hey, it's not like I've written a hit song. I fucking haven't and I never will, but it's so weird because like that a song like that in particular um was a giant song at the time. Like that was when my mom was like, you know in the prime of her life. You still are mom. You, you look great. But, um, I remember her being like, Oh my God, dude, when that song came out, it was everywhere. Like you could not avoid it. Um, they're like, what the fuck was that one song? Remember that horrible, horrible graduation song? Yes. Um, I think it's literally called graduation. As the times change, we remember. Like, oh my God. I hated that song, man. Just a terrible song. 
fuck? But it was huge. It was huge. Dude, it's still getting, I know this for a fact, it's still getting played at like graduations and proms well, and it'll keep today. It'll played until someone comes up with a new graduation song. <laughs> God. And, and speaking of like graduations and like school dances and shit, this is the other one. They're obviously not a one-hit wonder, but f- and and you know exactly what I'm talking about, man. Fucking Green Day. I hope you had the time of your life. Oh, yeah. Now, now they're obviously not a one-hit wonder. I saw them live once. I'm not a Green Day fan. I res- respect them. They were amazing live. Um, but that song, every time I hear it, I, I just want to find a cliff. Sandwich. <laughs> oh my god. Nice, yeah. Diane. Callback. Um, I'm trying to think. I had like a list of other ones, man. They're uh, oh, like wedding songs. Weddings are the place I feel like one hit wonders come out of the grave. Yeah, and you want to play just all of the bops. Exactly, all of those dude. Single bops, enough the variety from like different artists and stuff. So what's better than? There won't be many of those if I ever get married. I'll tell you what. I've already got like a lot of shit. I know I'm going to have to play 45 45 Jonas Brothers B-sides. And that's fine because I'll get my share. I'll get I'll sneak in like one ACD. Listen, listen, it's not your day. So for fuck's sake. Um, Anyway. uh, Yeah. The one other one that is always played weddings and it's it like it's actually like a bad song but it for it was for some reason so big and like if you like at weddings and shit it's like everyone's drinking and having a good time and it comes on and and smart DJs don't put it on until at least like 11:30 when everyone's too drunk to care that the song is bad but come on Eileen and I can't remember their band name. It's super dumb. Come on, Eileen. When that song comes on and you're ripped, it's it's awesome. But if you just like, if you just sit and listen to that song, like chilling, the fuck, it's fucking terrible. It's such a bad song. But at weddings, when you're ripped on fucking wine and spritzers. Is Let's, that oh. is the song I would walk five hundred? Is that a is that a one hit wonder? Do oh, they do yeah. anything else? I I think that those guys had one other big ish song, but okay. that's the only. That's, yeah. What the hell were those guys called? Oh, that always bothers me. It doesn't matter. No. Yeah, five hundred miles is uh yeah, that's a bop. <laughs> Just to be the man who walked. To- thousand miles to <laughs> oh <laughs> nice accent you hit yeah. you nailed that yeah i'm trying to like i'm looking through the rest of my like music library here and i'm trying to find another one like i don't have a lot of like big one hit wonders on here but like man there's some good ones what man you know what i'll do is i'll fucking i'll quickly for the first time ever actually reference something on this show (laughs) i'll put work in and then we'll be done uh let let's like let's just google top 10 
one hit wonders. Let's do it. Uh, oh, dude. Yes. Yes. Of course, man. This is the, this is the other one that I always think of. Um, where'd the list go? Oh, okay. So here's the top 10 one hit wonders as is listed by Wikipedia. Very reputable source of information. At number 10, they've got 99 Luftballons, which, yeah, that's a huge one-hit wonder. Uh, Rico Suave by Gerardo. Not super sure uh, what that one is. Who Let the Dogs Out is, of course, on there. Tainted Love, yes. Come on, Eileen. Oh, dude, get this. The dudes that sing Come on, Eileen. Dexy's Midnight Runners. Sure change it um there's a couple other on here that i don't reckon oh i'm too sexy by right said fred did you know um speaking of that fucking song i know i'm putting you to sleep but uh those guys (laughs) i yeah i expend a lot of energy from people it's i'm tiresome i know uh uh right said fred um, sued Taylor Swift and I think won and like got money out of her because they said that maybe they lost, I'm not sure, but they sued her because they said that um, she stole the baseline from I'm too sexy for my shirt or whatever the fuck uh, in that, uh, oh, what is that song? Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. They said, and if you listen, it's like, oh, yeah, that's very similar. And uh, I can't remember if they were successful, but they tried to sue her uh, for that. Um, So that's on the list. But this is the one, obviously, Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. Terrible song, though. Um, This, anytime this song comes on, and this is a this is a big wedding song too for some reason. When I hear this song on the radio or in like movies and shows and shit, I get fired up. You cannot not sing along to this. Take on me by Aha. That might be number one for me. Take on me, and then like the fucking the guys in the back. Take on me, dude. If you don't sing along to that, do you know the song I'm talking about? I know the song you're talking about. Okay, I was going to say, please, God, tell me you've heard that song. Man, remember, too, like, to geek out again here. I love music, man. Um, That music video was, uh, was, like, super revolutionary at the time. Because they used... I I could be wrong, because I'm wrong a lot. But they... They um, they used, I think, for the first time in a music video that um, crazy effect where I don't know if you've ever seen the video where like it's going flipping back and forth the mirror between two worlds like it's like real and then like the stencil drawing shit. It was the first time that that had ever been used and the video like blew people's minds and that probably kind of helped it. But dude. Take me If that song rips, dude. I'm going to listen to that right after we fucking finish this. I wish we could use it to play the podcast out this week, but 
Remember what I said about copyright rules, kids? You don't want to get sued. That was a lot of fun, man. Your friend Megan rips. She's doing cool stuff. We seem to have a thing going with photographers lately, you know? I know. And we also have a thing going with uh, people who are more talented than us, are our guests. <laughs> well, uh, speak for yourself. I mean, I am. People who are more talented than me are our guests. No, uh, certainly people who are like way cooler than us. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was it was great to have her on, dude. We are talented. Fuck, we rip. This show is sick, and 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 this episode, if anything, proves that we can deliver all kinds of emotions. We can we can laugh. We can get serious. Hey, man, we'll cry for your entertainment, or at least Fiona will. Um, and and that's all that matters, man. We're here to just feel. And I was going to say something after that, but I stopped myself and I'm really fired up that I did that. Um, yeah, man, we're here to just provide some laughs. Um, please don't send us stories of running over animals. I don't think Fiona can handle that, but definitely send us stories about dumb shit you did as a kid, man. What a simple time. eh? you could get away with fucking anything. You know what? Really quick. One last story about dumb shit kids do. And feel free to share another if you have one. It's been a long show, man. Megan was on with us for a long time, and she will be back. Um, check out her website, by the way. Uh, Megan Bond Photography. Yeah, she's on Instagram and Facebook. Um, she's on Instagram. Yeah, Facebook. she has some great posts. She's got she's got really creative posts. She's a great photographer. I uh, While she was telling us about that, I, uh, I was on her, her page. Very, very good work. Um, so good for her, uh, check that shit out. Um, this, uh, so I remember like, I don't know what it's like. You have way more siblings than I do. You, you have, you have four siblings. Yep. Correct. One brother, three sisters. Wow. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm a friend. I remember shit. Um, now, now anyway, I only had the one brother, right? And he was younger. So he was the fucking baby like you were. And um, I uh, I don't know what your relationship was like when you were little, little kids, but like you'd bicker and squabble with your siblings, right? Like have fights. And so <laughs> my brother and I were at a part in our relationship where we were like annoying each other constantly. I'm like maybe 10, so he's seven. And uh, my parents are out of the house. Now we used to have these fake cactuses. I don't cacti. know where my parents' cactuses. They were hideous, by the way. Cacti, cacti yeah. And uh, thank you, Bill Nye. And uh, they were fake cacti, and they were in these pots and whatever. And they were they looked horrible, right? But like these people gave them to my parents as a gift. We're downstairs, and my brother spills Kool Aid, uh, like purple Kool Aid too, like the worst color to spill. He spills purple Kool-Aid on this like white, like little throw rug that my mom had um, at the foot of the basement stairs. And she was like really amped about this throw rug. It wasn't even very big. It was maybe a foot wide, but it was this fluffy white throw rug. My brother spills Kool-Aid on it. And I'm downstairs like playing PlayStation or something. And he comes to me in tears like, I 
I fucking I, I, he definitely didn't swear, but he was like, I I don't know anything, and I'm like, what are you t- like trying to tell me? He's so upset, eh? And so he leads me to the the rug, and I'm like, holy fuck! I'm like, there's no fixing this. Also, I'm ten years old. I don't know how to run a washing machine, or even go about fixing this. So what I did to save him was I rolled it up. I took one of the cactus out of its pot, put the rug at the bottom, and then piled everything back on top of it and put the cactus back in. Now, like a couple weeks go by, and my mom finally goes, uh, hey, has anybody seen um, my rug? And I tried to like bullshit. I was already like a very clever liar by 10, right? And I'm like, uh, I'm pretty sure you moved that, uh, mom. I, I, you like set it in the laundry room one day and then I haven't seen it since. And she goes, yeah, maybe you're right. Cut to like a year later, at, at, like at least a year. My mom is, we're repainting the family room and my mom is moving all the shit around. She picks up the cactus that I buried the rug in. Keep in mind here, I don't remember that I've done this. It's been a year. I'm doing kid shit. I'm building Legos. She moves the cactus. It comes out and she's like, for some reason, pulls it out to move the pot and discovers her long ago murdered throw rug. And there's like shit growing on it. It was was bad. It was bad. It stunk too. And uh, she looks at me. And and keep in mind, my brother did this. And I could have said, well, he spilled it on it and then blamed the hidden murder scene on him as well. But like a good dude, I took it all on the chin for my little bro. And I go, yeah, I spilled Kool-Aid on it and I hid it from you. And my mom didn't, my mom would never get mad. My dad would have got mad, but she was like, I just wish you'd have told me, like, I would have just replaced the rug. I don't care. (laughs) And I was like, well, he was upset. And then my mom was like, you're a good brother. And I was like, I know we, I told her years later, I was like, so Roy, a million percent spilled on the rug. And she was like, I know he did. I know it wasn't you. I just. I just thought you were being a good sibling. And I was like, fucking hey, right. Isn't that cute? Um, I almost, I almost got emotional there. Boy, that was, wow. What a story. Brotherhood, you know? Yeah, love brothers being brothers. That was fun, man. Holy shit. We had a great time with Megan Bond. Check out her photography business. And when this shit is over, uh, this COVID shit, uh, and things are, I don't know, quote unquote, back to normal. If you need some pictures, man, Hit her up, MeganBondPhotography.com. Check out her shit. She's on Facebook. She's on Instagram. And my God, we're, we're going to go over all the shit that we're on. But first, I'm going to tell you what, man. We fucking love doing this show. It's all for laughs. We hope you have a good time with it. You can subscribe and listen 
on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Holy shit, we're on CastBox as well. And man, I'll tell you what, we post links to this brilliant show on all kinds of social media, don't we? We do. You can find us on Facebook at Sauce and Goss. We're on Twitter at Sauce and Goss Pod. And guess what? We're on Instagram at Sauce and Goss Pod. And don't forget to email us at sauceandgoss at gmail.com. Love it. We appreciate you guys listening. The, the listens are going up. The audience is growing. We got people listening in all different parts of the world, which rips. Tell people about it, man. We can't pull off hashtag World Tour 2022 without you guys, man. And uh, also, we've been talking a lot about it. We've got some things lined up for when we're ready. But when this shit is all over and we're able to really kick this into sixth or seventh gear, maybe even eighth gear, we're in a fucking... This podcast is going to become a Formula One car. We've got eight gears, all right? We'll have shirts and shit made, and we will be selling and distributing those. So that's around the corner as well. We appreciate you guys listening, man. Sauce and Goss. I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. We're out. We're out.